Hi, Helen. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Well, welcome everybody to South African Birth Stories. Helen is my first interviewee on the podcast today, which is very exciting. So, Helen, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself, where you live, and how many kids you have? Sure. Um, so, I am Helen, like you said, and uh, I've got a hubby, um, and he is Jonathan, and we've got a little girl who's almost two, Hannah. Uh, she'll be two in December, and I live in Cape Town. Lovely. So, was your pregnancy planned for? Was it a bit of a surprise? It was planned for, totally. Um, yeah, we sort of uh, decided to to go off the pill and, and start trying. And uh, uh, I wasn't really sure about my cycles and when things were happening and all of that. So the first couple of months were a bit of a, a fumble around. Um, and then we uh, heard the news that we were moving to Cape Town. And so mm. we put things on hold for a little bit. Okay. And then once we were settled in Cape Town, we decided to, well, I decided to do a little bit more research um, about tracking your cycles and sort of got the hang of it. And then, then we tried and that pretty much happened first time. Oh, awesome. So first month of actual trying. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's lucky. Um, so how did you find out? Did you get any signs or symptoms or did you try to take a test as soon as possible? Yeah, so, you know, I'd read about this dreaded two-week wait, <laughs> and um, it is it is rather stressful, And um, but I woke up, I think it was morning of day 11, 10 or 11, mm -hmm. and um, I had had a dream that night that I was pregnant, and so oh, wow. I, I, of course, had a little stash of pregnancy <laughs> tests in the cupboard, ready to go, <laughs> and... Uh, I decided that um, I was going to take it. And my poor hubby had just come home from night shift. So he had, as I'd woken up, he had just absolutely crashed um, into a dead sleep. And, of course, you're supposed to do the the first morning wee yes. <laughs> with your pregnancy test. So I went there with my heart beating and uh, it, in just a little old clicks, <laughs> clicks one. And uh, uh, as I looked at it, it was just one one line and I sort of had a bit of a, oh, all right, not this time. And then all of a sudden, oh, the fine. second line just started just to line. appear and I just was so excited and I ran to John and shook him awake. <laughs> I think we're pregnant, I think we're pregnant. And he was like, what, what, what? Because he was fast asleep. Oh, shame. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. So were there... Um, did you get any symptoms of, of early pregnancy? Did you suffer from nausea or anything like that? No, especially not in those first early days. So what happened um, sort of after the test, I did notice sort of a very dull, like burning pain, um, in, you know, in, your in my lower abdomen. Mm -hmm. um, but nothing unbearable. Or, it wasn't really sore. It was just like a, a slight sort of burning. Um, and that was about it, really. I'd, I never suffered with much nausea at all I um I just had uh, and I didn't have any um spotting or anything like that I did I did have a little bit of an aversion to some green veggies <laughs> in the beginning yeah I was that those didn't make me feel a little bit queasy and <laughs> an egg but that passed and I never actually I never 
um, throughout. So oh, great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what do you think that that burning was? I've never heard of that before. What, um, I don't know really. Um, maybe just the egg. Of implantation kind I think of so. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Um, okay. So would you say that you actually had a pretty breezy pregnancy? Was it pretty? I really did. I, I was really, really blessed. Very lucky to have a very easy pregnancy. I really enjoyed being pregnant most of the time, um, especially when baby started moving around. Mm. It was very, very special. Um, I was. The only thing was I did get a very bad cold, but I mean, I don't think that was very really pregnancy-related, so that was a bit unpleasant because I was coughing a lot and then stressing that I was damaging the baby because <laughs> I was coughing so much. Of course, I wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just, just near the end, um, I did battle a little bit with um, sciatic pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite... It would wake me up some nights, um, and of course you can't take anti-inflammatories. Yeah, and that was the only the only thing that really helps sciaticus. But I did find um, instead of using deep heat, I actually used deep freeze. Oh, okay. Um, rubbing it, rubbing that on the spot did give a bit of relief. Okay. And sleeping, uh, sort of propped up, mm-hmm. helped helped a bit as well because sleeping on that side was was quite sore. Okay. But otherwise, really. Nothing to complain about. Oh, well, that's yeah. lucky. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So sort of going back to the more beginning stages of your pregnancy, did you have an idea of the kind of model of care you wanted, the kind of birth you wanted? Had you done lots of research? Did you do lots of research? Well, yeah. This story sort of starts a while back, a very long time ago, because I think the first real sort of memory very clear memory I had about thinking about childbirth and that kind of thing was I think I was in about grade nine and um, I'm not sure if there was anything specific happening around then but um, I think maybe we were doing a, a sort of a, bio, a biology prac or with something to do with with childbirth I think something along those lines and um, I remember I'd obviously spoken to my mom about uh, mine and and my sister's birth and being both natural it was just something that I really really wanted and I I always always felt that it was something very important to me to go the natural route Mm -hmm. Um, and I do remember thinking and saying verbalizing even way back then in 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 grade nine that I wanted a natural birth I knew then Mm. um, very very clearly so when it came time I had sort of a just a few months before we, we really started trying, one, when we were getting settled in Cape Town, I um, looked for a gynae. Because, I mean, let's be honest, in this day and age, when you first think of birth, you think of gynae obstetrician. Yeah, right. that is so true. It's just, that's what comes to mind. So I, I did look in our area for, and I wanted someone who would um, be natural birth friendly. Yeah. So I did find a lady. And I went to her, and then I had, you know, all the relevant blood tests and, and, and whatever. And she was very nice. And um, then we obviously tried, and we fell pregnant. And I actually scheduled my, my eight-week scan with her. Okay. And But during, because we, we found out at, at about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So during those sort of six weeks, I um, did a lot of reading. I, I like to be prepared for things. I like to be organized. <laughs> um, and I like to research. And so that that's just my personality. Yeah. And so I 
literally threw myself into it and just started reading up blogs and vlogs, um, international and and South African. Mm -hmm. And I just really got this very, very strong vibe that if you are pro-natural, if natural is something you really, really want and that's it's very important to you, that unfortunately Ghanis are not the way to go in, in our country at the yeah. moment. Um, and so I had this very overwhelming feeling that this was not the right path mm -hmm. if this is what I wanted. Um, and so I did a bit of research and after reading um, sort of a family friend's birth story with uh, birth options midwives in Cape Town, I was sold. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And um, it was beautiful. Um, and I just knew that that was the, the route to go. And so I actually cancelled the, the Ghani appointment mm -hmm. and scheduled a midwife appointment. Um, and, and yeah, and I think there's a, a lot of education to be done around midwives, especially in our country. Definitely. Um, because even Habi was a little bit uncertain mm. um, in the beginning. He was sort of, you know, is that okay? Is it going to be all right to go with midwives? Yeah. And um, yeah, after showing him and watching together the business of being born, mm. I have a, a, a convert <laughs> on my hands for sure. Um, and so, yeah, no, John was very, very pro midwives, and yeah, that was the that was the beginning. Great. So, um, did birth options the midwife group that you went with? Did they were they private or did they work with the hospital or did they have a birth center? How did that? Yeah, so they are independent midwives, but they have to have a backup um, hospital in case of hospital emergency. and obstetrician. Yeah. They don't have a birthing center. Okay. They do home births yep. and um, and hospital. Okay. Yeah. And so did you decide, did you want to go the home birth route or did you want to go hospital with midwives? I think I definitely knew I wanted to go hospital. Okay. Um, I felt like our house was a little bit small. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just, I know, you know, and I've heard and I've seen that birth is quite messy. Yeah. And so I just thought that, you know, perhaps go to the hospital with yeah. the midwife, have first a birth, birth, first birth, you know. Yeah. Um, I was really, I was happy and, and really quite confident to, to do that. Great, great. So did you have a good experience with your midwives? Did you have, um, how many different midwives did you actually see throughout the course of your pregnancy? I had a fantastic time with them. They are absolutely brilliant. Um, they've got a lovely little... Um, it's actually, they work, they're from a house, a lovely little practice in uh, Plumstead in mm -hmm. Cape Town. And, um, yeah, they, are, they were all so lovely and so friendly and wonderful receptionist. Just such a warm, loving greeting. Um, and, That's you know, great. every time every time I went. And just so kind and calm and helpful and absolutely lovely. Um, yeah, I saw... Uh, four midwives okay. through through my care. Um, I saw uh, Susan and uh, Glynis, uh, Angela and Bernice. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's really nice. And it's not too many, so you can kind of get to know each one. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's lovely. So did you take any um, classes, any external, and what kind of classes did they offer? Yes, so uh, Birth Options does offer an antenatal course. 
at um, six weeks and I would honestly highly recommend that to, to everyone. It is a, an absolute must. So interesting and it's run by Susan um, from Birth Options. And so um, we really got to know Susan after, you know, spending six weeks with her mm. and then, um, you know, I'll go into it a bit more later, but she was the one who delivered Hannah. Oh, and so that was just special. very, very, very special. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. So you, you almost really got like a private midwife in Basically, a way. Basically, absolutely. Um, no, it really was. We felt like we, we knew her. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the classes were absolutely fantastic. And That's great. really, I felt really, really prepared us. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And did you feel it also helped John um, kind of understand more and be able to get more involved? And Absolutely. I think he, um, he really was surprised at how informing the, the classes were. They were really, he really enjoyed them. And I think that they made things a lot clearer for him as well. He really did benefit from them hugely. Great. Um, okay, so do you want to take us through sort of the early, well, no, towards sort of the end stages of your pregnancy, sort of how, how you were feeling at the very end? Did you get any kind of early signs and sort of take us through the very early start of, of labor? Right, sure. <laughs> okay, so um, I was due on uh, the 1st of January mm-hmm. um, 2018, and uh it was um, sort of it was Christmas Day, uh, 2017, and I was feeling very hot and very heavy and pretty tired at the end. Mm. <laughs> um, and we had a, a whole lot of people, a family over for Christmas lunch in our teeny tiny flat, mm-hmm. and so things were very hot and busy, mm-hmm. and I was starting to feel definitely some Braxton Hicks. I think that mm-hmm. I was starting to feel. A bit uncomfortable I wouldn't say sort of very sore or anything just I was feeling uncomfortable and I remember my uh, my mom had decided I think she was doing the roast potatoes in in duck fat and I thought I was going to die <laughs> <laughs> the smell of that just was the, the worst and, and the heat it was just yeah, yeah. not feeling great <laughs> um, and I actually started to lose my mucus plug on, oh. on Christmas day oh wow really yeah yeah, so I went to the loo, and it was quite obvious, um, not not like huge amounts of blood or anything, it was just definitely the plug that was starting to come away, and definitely some tight feelings. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and then, uh, as, the night, as the sort of afternoon wrapped up, I was feeling all right, and then we went to bed, and at about 11 p.m., I was woken up with some contractions, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they were they were quite painful. And I uh, I woke John up to say, um, I think something's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he had spent the whole day cooking, and so he was absolutely exhausted. So I think he felt a little bit panicked, <laughs> and uh, he said, "Please, could he just lie down and sleep a few more hours?" And so I said that was fine. And my mom sat with me in the lounge for a little bit and the contractions were were sort of quite regular they were about every four minutes and um pretty painful um like i could chat in between them no Mm -hmm. problem but while they were happening it was a little bit hard to to talk 
Um, so I definitely think they were uh, ramping up from race and hex. It mm-hmm. was, you know, early labor. Um, and then by about, I think I got quite excited looking back now. And I think that possibly the adrenaline okay, yes. um, may have slowed things down a little bit. Um, yes. And we just sat, it was lovely though, because we just sat in the in the lounge and we had the Christmas tree lights on and it was dark and we were just trying to, you know, keep calm. And But by about three-ish in the morning, I would say, things really started to slow down and okay. basically stop. So um, I tried walking around a little bit and I would have one maybe and then okay. they were gone. So it was quite a few hours of being in pain and then it sort yeah. of dissipated yeah. It dissipated really yeah, completely. Okay. Um, and <laughs> but by then we'd already phoned mom-in-law, mm-hmm. and uh, she was very excited and booked a, her first the red eye for <laughs> for the twenty sixth uh, for Boxing Day because she thought this was it now. Um, but anyway, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't to be. So yeah, at about sort of three ish, then I decided to go back to bed, and so we okay we went to bed. Yeah, yeah. And then you woke up in the morning and it, nothing still, does it? Yeah, there was nothing in the morning really. Um, sort of throughout the, 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 20, the boxing day, it would More vary cramps. a little bit of cramps. Yeah. And then there would maybe be a contraction um, once every hour or once every half an hour. Okay. Um, so it was sort of lingering, but nothing to write home about and okay. nothing to get worried about. We did phone the midwives mm-hmm. and say... You know this is happening and they said okay just you know keep going try and get as much rest as possible um, and let us know if things things ramp up okay um, so then uh, obviously mom-in-law arrived yeah. <laughs> in the morning um, and we sort of tried to go about our daily business to yeah. try and forget about it things did ramp up a little bit again on in the evening but then slowed down again and it's okay. sort of nothing to yeah is there not a name for that kind of labor that sort of starts up and then goes away and then starts up and i'm then not sure, there is, sure. yeah yeah um i've heard of it before yeah some yeah. other people but i can't um predominal or something labor yeah yeah um so you were you wouldn't be considered in active labor then no definitely not active labor okay no, no, no. For just just early labor yeah um yeah Okay. Um, and then uh, on the 27th, same sort of thing. Um, maybe once, uh, one, one every 15 minutes maybe, mm-hmm. one every mm-hmm. half an hour, sort of a little bit more. Um, and we decided then to go and see the, the midwives. Okay. To just, because now, by now I was feeling a bit tired. Yeah. And it's a little <laughs> bit uncomfortable. as well. Anxious and, and quite uncomfortable. Because um, um, they were really getting quite painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went and we saw Glynis. And uh, she she did an internal check, and she I wasn't dilated. Okay. Um, but uh, I think thanks to the six dates a day uh-huh, of thirty six yes. weeks, okay. um, my my cervix was very soft and ready. Okay. Um, so that was quite good. But she said <clears throat> on the twenty seventh in the afternoon she said nothing for the next twenty four hours. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Felt a bit. Uh, yeah, sad about that. <laughs> he really wanted it to get it going. Yes, and did they not? Did they not offer you a stretch and sweep? Was it not the right time for it? Yeah, or? not the right time. I okay. think. Uh, yeah, no, it was. Yeah, okay. she so said let's just, just go leave home. It. Yeah, go home and rest, and yeah, yeah. Okay. 
yeah. just yeah okay so then when take us to the actual day and how it started to officially happen officially well yes so anyway the 27th i'll just quick you know quickly finish off that uh we then decided to go out for supper went out for supper and then really really feeling very painful again and mm. they were coming quite quickly and i actually we had to leave supper i was feeling very tired very sore and i actually just burst into tears on the way home oh, and shame. i just wanted this to be to come now yeah you know, sort of spent the last couple of days in pain and uh, went home on myself I woke up on the 28th feeling very despondent mm. I really didn't even want to get out of bed because now it's been sore for a few days I don't yeah. know what's happening um yeah so I sort of just said whatever <laughs> <laughs> on the 28th I didn't feel like showering again and washing <laughs> my hair again and uh, so I threw on an old pair of shorts and one of John's t-shirts and just basically sulked <laughs> for the day until about eight o'clock in the evening okay. where I was sort of boasting about how I just didn't even care anymore about this <laughs> and I'd given up now on when this baby's coming and I was just having a few little snacks for dinner and all of a sudden the contractions really started to ramp up and okay. heat up um, at about eight o'clock on the twenty eighth of December. More so than ever before. More were they so more than painful ever, than much, any of the much others. more. Yeah, okay. yeah. They sort of brought me to my knees. Okay. Um, and I was in the bedroom, and I felt like I needed to sort of. Um, my mom encouraged me actually to say. She said she found, being on her knees and um, being over the bed really helped her so mm -hmm. I tried that and I did feel very comfortable um, and I just then my mom-in-law was timing the contractions on the contraction app and um, yeah we just sort of that's when things really got real and I started to really block everything around me out I sort of it came everything started to become a little Went bit fuzzy your labor bubble yeah absolutely and I was just hanging on the the duvet in between you know during the contraction you know, until it was over and then letting go. Um, and I remember I had to, to keep needing to go to the loo uh, just for a number one. And because uh, I was drinking a lot of coconut water because okay. I thought that was very good. Yeah. Um, during lab and it was so nice and cold. It was really, really refreshing. Yeah. Um, and so I kept needing to go to the loo and I would dread it because then every, I, when I went to the loo, I would get a contraction. And so, okay. oh, you know, <laughs> just work through it. Um, yeah, but, uh, I had, uh, just bouncing back a little bit, um, as part of preparation for yes. my, 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 for the birth, cause, um, that's a very big part. Mm. I had done a little, uh, course called relax into birth and, uh, I'd done a lot of reading up. And so I had packed this whole labor bag, which was completely <laughs> separate to my hospital bag oh, okay um and i had things like massage oil and essential mm. oils and um fairy lights and tennis balls in a sock for rubbing <laughs> on my back and um a, a, a essential oil diffuser and oh my goodness you know, all the things <laughs> all the things which literally went out the window <laughs> <laughs> so next time I want to do that, too. <laughs> do all that. Because when you yeah. go into your labor bubble, that's it. You are yeah. not going to be setting up the room no. with fairy lights and that kind of thing. So you need to focus on your contractions. So yeah. anyway, 
yeah so that so that was that was happening and then I um, we were just working through and they were quite regular my mom-in-law actually wasn't telling me what they were sort of like I would just say okay go and then she'd press um, start on the timer and I'd say okay stop and she wasn't really telling me what the pattern was um, and uh, it was just sort of laboring there for a, a couple hours and it was around okay. 10 o'clock where she then said to John I think it's time to go to the hospital actually just okay. before that I had a real hectic wave of nausea um, all of a sudden it came out of nowhere and I just thought I was I, I said I'm gonna vomit I'm gonna vomit and they mm. ran and got a bucket and I was actually okay, okay. I didn't vomit um, but I was very very close and then after that was and with the, the contraction timer she uh, eventually said, said to John I think so it's things were really ramping. progressing yeah progressing she said I think it's time to go to the hospital so okay. and I was after all the reading I had done I was really quite nervous um, to go to the hospital too soon because I yeah. read that you know labor can, can stall, stall yeah. and um, I didn't want to be you know you told that if you went once you go to hospital you're on the clock yeah and you literally there you need to be done and dusted in 12 hours you can't go over that Mm-mm. otherwise they're going to start to in, induce yeah. and that kind of, and I, I just did not want that no um so I was quite hesitant even though I was in a lot of pain um I said no no are you sure are you sure and they said no no I think we need to go mm-hmm. um so we we were I was packed obviously <laughs> being a planner um and so we started the the journey down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> we were on the second floor so there were a couple of flights so that wasn't pleasant no. uh, I did have to stop and have a couple contractions on the stairs sure. um, which left us with quite a, a funny memory um, that as I came down onto the, the the first floor landing we were met by a few young teenage boys <laughs> and I was mid contraction oh. basically mooing like a cow <laughs> they, ba- they stopped in their tracks with their jaws hanging open <laughs> hopefully the best uh, contraceptive oh around. yes hopefully <laughs> um, yeah so then we uh, uh, bundled into the car how was the car journey yeah not very comfortable um, pretty painful uh, I do remember very much being in my uh, labor bubble then because I, I felt like I wanted to ask John to, to give me my uh, hypnobirthing tracks with earphones on mm-hmm. but I just couldn't <laughs> yeah you were too far in it yeah to I was too, even too, talk too, to ask. talk or verbalize yeah. or anything like that so anyway we drove and uh, poor John took the, the wrong off ramp oh. <laughs> which I was able to shout wrong off ramp <laughs> Got back on the highway to the hospital. They um, offered me a wheelchair, which honestly felt like the worst thing. <laughs> to sit, sit down. down. Yeah. Um, hobbled upstairs and was told I needed to give a urine sample, which I thought, oh, my goodness. And I'm going to have another contraction for sure. Mm. And uh, had to had to give it in basically what felt like a dinner plate. Um, and then I <laughs> thrust it into John's hands, who's horror um and uh came out of the bathroom to see the the wonderful sight of sue coming down the corridor uh saying this looks real (laughs) (laughs) oh lovely um yeah that's really nice that that she had she was the one who came to be there with you so um 
obviously things had really ramped up then. So did she do an internal and check out, see how many uh, centimeters you were? Yes. So um, John had to go and fill in a little bit of paperwork. Um, I then went into the, the birthing room, um, which I must say, a uh, quick side note, we went to view beforehand. Okay. Um, and I was very glad that I viewed it because a lot of the vlogs and stuff that I'd watched while preparing were home births. And that's sort of what I had in my mind where it was calm. Like a homey and space. Homey space, yeah. very light, dark, where a hospital is, is not that. No. And so um, the, when, I, when we went to visit the, the hospital room, I was quite shocked, I would say at how sterile and hospital yeah it is and uh, so i was very i felt that allowed me time to prepare my mind as to to envisage that as my birth place and yeah. birth room and so i felt much more comfortable then oh that's a good going idea going see, into yeah. it yeah yeah so and i should mention at this point that the plan was to have a water birth i uh, always okay. wanted a water birth basically since grade nine again yes. and i'd always said i want a, a water birth and i'd again read that you shouldn't run it and get into it too early yes because it can also stall also yeah. stall and all of that so i wanted to try and leave it till I it's all about it timing <laughs> all about timing so anyway going back to the the night of the 28th um went into the the labor the, the laboring room and uh, john went off to just fill in a little bit of paperwork and um, Sue gave me a um, hospital gown, which was a bit more comfortable than the very heavy, thick T-shirt I had on and yeah. shorts and that kind of thing. Um, and then she started to, she gave me an exercise ball to mm -hmm. lean over because I was feeling very comfortable in that position. Okay. Um, and she started to rub my back, my lower back with some coconut oil. Okay. Um, which was really wonderful. It was really, really wonderful. And then John came back and he took over um, through every contraction, contraction he just... Uh, yeah. So at that point, did you feel relatively on top of the pain or? Yes, I think so. Oh, and she did check me as we arrived. Oh, oh, sorry, yes. sorry. Yeah. In internal, um, and I was five centimeters. Okay. Yeah. Halfway yeah. along. Yeah. And um, um, did you ever feel? Yeah. At that point, were you not out of control? Would no. you say you were still in your labour bubble? I was being able to work through it with absolutely. the support. I didn't want to chat. No. Um. No. I. I didn't. I didn't want to. To talk more. I mean, obviously, when Sue asked me questions, I answer, I was able to answer, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't feel like talking about anything else. Mm -hmm. I was very focused um, and in the labor bubble and just working through, yeah, working through each surge. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, and so, sort of going on from then, how, how much longer was it until you reached full dilation? Right, so from there, just laboring on the, on the exercise ball and having my back rubbed was really where I was quite comfortable. Um, I suddenly felt I don't I don't remember what the time was, but I think John says it was about we had been there for about forty five minutes. Okay, only, so not long, not yeah. even an hour. I suddenly felt okay, things are feeling a little bit more intense. Okay, and so I said I managed to to say to John, can we talk ask her about the bath? Can we start running the bath? Okay, because I thought let's I think this is a time now to get in, yeah. get in the bath so he did and and so he said all right let's just have one more check another internal to just see where you are now um and i remember that internal being very painful okay. i sort of yeah my i i think i sort of really gritted my teeth during mm -hmm. it and it was john was holding me up um under my arms because i was sort of sitting on a on a birth stool 
and um, he was supporting me and I just sort of wanted to collapse. It was so painful. It was really, really mm. sore. Um, and she told me that I was nine centimeters dilated. Oh, wow. So things happened really, really quickly. Yeah. And so I would think I was starting transition mm. and that's where, um, and so she told me she was going to break my water. Okay. Because it hadn't broken yet. And I felt, I did feel a, a big surge of anxiety about this. Mm-hmm. I thought if that internal was so sore, how yeah. is this going to feel? And um, it was not so at all. Okay. Not at all. Um, it was just a, a gush of warm water. Okay. Warmth. Um, and then it was okay. done. Okay. So yeah. not, not too bad then. No, not, not bad at all. Nothing to be afraid of. No. no. Okay. No. And so at that point, had you, you said things were getting to start to get more intense. And obviously you were at nine centimeters. So you're almost ready to push. So yeah. was the bath kind of out of the window at that point? Absolutely. And... I'm afraid. Yeah, totally. She said, no, no, no not even time to run it. Um, and so she said, she, I needed to get on the bed, um, you know, to try and find a comfortable position to, mm-hmm. to start pushing. And she, she recommended some um, gas and air okay. for, for me. And how did you point. find that? I found that really great. Okay. I was very unsure about it when... Because, yeah, some people hate it. Some yes, people love yes. it. <laughs> I've heard really good and really bad things yeah. about it. So I was quite nervous at, at how that would react, how I would react to that. Um, but, yeah, that during transition was a very intense time where I did feel like I was a little bit out of control. Okay. Um, I, and um, But the gas really really helped me through that was the gas perhaps helping your breathe help regulate your breathing a little bit maybe i think possibly yeah, yeah. definitely um and i was i was sort of lying on my side at that point okay. um and um, i had the gas on my mouth and it was <laughs> i found it very therapeutic <laughs> to breathe in very deeply <laughs> and then let it out in a very big scream <laughs> So, yeah. So you were vocalizing pretty loudly at that point. Very loudly, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was very therapeutic, I was sort of feeling. Um, I do remember being a little bit horrified when they pulled the gas away from me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely just chopping that, of, that yeah. peak off for, um, during transition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you, were you offered any other uh, pain relief or did you, was your midwife fully aware that you'd you didn't really want any other pain relief. Yeah, no, I think she she was pretty aware of that. And um, she had a very great um, segment in the course, the, the antenatal course that we did, where she said that they've got, you know, they do have a lot of experience. And she says she gave us the sort of rundown of all the, um, uh, the, the pain What's the word? Pain, uh, pain relief pain options. Relief. Pain <laughs> relief options. There we are. Sorry, I went. Uh, pain relief options, and um, she said, the the circumstance. She will always look at it, um, and the situation, and 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 how, like how long the lady's been mm. in labour, how she's coping, um, and sort of offer when as needed, needed. Yeah, as as she sort of would would think. Okay, know. like like for example, if someone's been in labour for. 30 hours you yeah know, then maybe and an epidural exhausted. Um, yeah to just to help um, okay so so she i think she she knew what to offer um and she just offered me gas and air nothing okay. else and i think things were happening very quickly yes so there wasn't really time no. for anything else yeah yeah so you said at that point you were on the bed and um you said you were feeling perhaps a little bit out of control and so did you not really find any position that sort of felt best for you at that point? Did, yeah, you just sort of yeah. I think maybe 
another reason why I would go for a doula next time is maybe to be encouraged when you're in that state to positions. try different positions. Because yeah. I just felt like I couldn't even think of that. No, because like, it was too much yeah. to, to no, think about changing position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think um, that's why I would really and overwhelming. Yeah, recommend it. Yeah, very overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So then, after that, having the gas for a little while, you must have dilated to 10 centimeters and been ready to push. So, ready how did that push. time look? Yeah. So, she checked again, I think. I can't even remember actually that one. <laughs> um, but yes, I just remember being horrified that the gas was taken away <laughs> and being told it's time to push. Okay. So, we got ready, and um, Sue did actually put me on my back. Um, for a bit, we sort of alternated between on my back and then squatting on the bed. Okay. Up and down, up and down. Um, and it was just John and, and Sue that were with me. And yeah, that was an interesting time because Mm -hmm. thankfully transition is over. Yeah. Um, and so those incredibly intense contractions contractions are over. And so you sort of surface again a little bit. Um, uh, and uh, sort of re-enter the world, um, and it was it's a it's an interesting time, quite a relaxing time in between pushing, quite a relief, because um, I remember things just so you obviously when you contract, when that's you have a contraction, that's when you push. Yeah. So and the contractions really slow down. Okay. Um, during this time, so in between contractions is really wonderful, calm. <laughs> break yeah. for you to just catch your breath and I remember the standout for me during this time was Sue put a, a cool damp chamomile cloth oh, on my face <laughs> and my forehead it was heaven I tell you <laughs> heaven um, so it was it was yeah time to catch my breath the pushing was very painful that was incredibly intense did you have a lot of pressure um, in that time of of trying to push all the time or was there some um I didn't feel ever a huge urge to push okay. but there was pressure um yeah and so she would she Sue coached me beautifully through the through the pushing and so at first I was pushing um like I was well not pushing but handling the contraction like I was during transition where I would mm-hmm. moan shout during yeah. Yeah. Sort of breathe out breathe out yeah oh. um and she told me to not do that, to put all that energy mm. into the push. Mm. And that really, really helped. And so during the contractions, she would coach me and we would push. Um, and that did go on for two hours. Okay. So I did push for two hours. Okay, sure. That is a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, must have been exhausting. <laughs> so then towards the end of those two hours... Um, and Hannah uh, was obviously starting to crown at that point. Yeah, just walk us through that point of her coming out. Right. So yeah, um, very very painful, very intense. Um, just I remember John sounding quite panicked, <laughs> as you can imagine, after two hours, and saying, "Just push." And I felt <laughs> I just I didn't say anything, but in my mind I'm like, "I'm pushing <laughs> as hard as I can." I can't push anymore and I do yeah it was very physically draining yeah um um and I did then we I started to, to feel her crown and okay. it was the ring of fire okay was very real um and they were very encouraging suits come you can push you can push you called in a nurse at that point to push hold my legs help okay. hold my legs 
um, and I just really gave it a go and her head did come out and that okay. was very a big relief yeah um, I remember just as I was crying I did give like a little bit of a, a whimper because it was really quite sore and she, Sue just said you know just t- take the breathing down take yeah. it down take it down um, her, head, her head came out and then um, you know they need to wait for the baby's head to turn yeah um, and then to push the shoulders and um, she did say to me okay one slower push now and then I, I pushed and I, I sort of she came out okay um, uh, oh sorry and just before that I mean to say uh, with her head coming and going back and coming and going back a little bit Sue did offer me an episiotomy okay um, to, and she because she said you know you are tired if I do cut she will be here and, okay. I, and I actually refused and I think wow. a lot of people don't realize that they can yeah refuse that it is your body and it's your choice your choice That's so brave of you I did I did refuse continue. that and I said I'll continue so yes so anyway head out and then um shoulders out and uh, she she said grab your baby and I I took Hannah and oh, put, her, put her onto my chest and it was just the the most amazing feeling um and uh, she was crying, and I was just saying, it's okay, it's okay. And, and John burst into tears. Oh, it was just shame. an absolutely wonderful moment. Um, I do remember Gorgeous. feeling a lot of pressure still. Okay. Um, and a lot of there was a lot of stinging mm. pain down there. They say you forget immediately, but the contractions, of course, go away. Yeah. But that area is very tender. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, absolutely wonderful, wonderful moment. Holding her and then... Um, and they did inject my leg. Okay. Um, and then I delivered the placenta almost immediately. Okay. And that was an unbelievable relief there. Oh, yeah. Because um, it was just that little bit of extra pressure that was just sitting there. Still needed to come. Still needed yeah. to come out. So then it was a real relief and Hannah on my chest. And it was just, wow. <laughs> yeah. Dreamy. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, relief. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Relief. And, um and then where you had gone from your labor bubble into your birth bubble. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, did she take the boob straight away? And um, Not immediately. So okay. then we waited for the cord to stop pulsating. Yeah. And we did delayed cord clamping. Okay. Um, and uh, so then they uh, cut the cord. Um, and then I, Sue did a couple of took Hannah to do a couple checks mm-hmm. while I quickly, they had a lovely big bath in the labor room. Oh, and nice. so I just, I got into the bath, she helped me off the bed to just give a bit of a rinse off, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Mm. And um, she then got me a wonderful big ice pack <laughs> for the for the region, <laughs> which was a relief. And then um, she gave, put Hannah straight back on my chest um, to okay. carry on with skin to skin. Um and she then helped me initiate breastfeeding. And she really did. Hannah took straight away. Um, and she was, um, yeah, breastfeeding very, very nicely. Very oh, well. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. So then just briefly, sort of postpartum, did Hannah continue to breastfeed really well? Did you have any struggles with that or anything? Uh, no, no. And I, I didn't tear either. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, it was it was just a little graze. And um, so I was very... Lucky. Very pleased to not uh, have gone for the PTRT. Yes, because that really been a totally different recovery. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So then um, it was about, she was born at 22.2 um, in the morning of the 29th of December. Um, so then after doing a bit of breastfeeding in the, um, the delivery room, we were then taken to the ward 
um, yeah, where we sort of, where I sort of was a little bit gobsmacked <laughs> about everything yeah. that had happened <laughs> in the past five hours. And, uh, yeah, we sort of just relaxed and then um, just stayed uh, one that night, the night of the 29th in hospital, which was a bit hectic because <laughs> yeah. Hannah just cried. Yeah. But anyway, um, yes, but then from then on, she really did breastfeed very well. I battled a little bit with my left breast. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, at one point, she was refusing it. Um, I just felt a little bit awkward breastfeeding on that side in the beginning. Mm. So it did take a little bit of um, perseverance. Um, but my milk came in at about around day three and um, the same d- same day that uh, Bernice, uh, midwife, came to check check in. She did okay. a home visit, which was wonderful. Really, really wonderful. Um, yeah, and so she Hannah really did just breastfeed very well. I didn't have sore cracked nipples. She had a really good latch. Um, obviously, there were times where I think just being a new mom, I felt a bit, she didn't want to feed and then I, you know, didn't know why and she was crying and I was crying and, you know, I think it was, she was probably just tired and didn't actually want to feed and things like that. But really the rest of the actual breastfeeding um, went really fantastically well and I am still breastfeeding almost 22 months later. (laughs) Oh, lovely. So, yeah, seems like postpartum and your recovery and breastfeeding all went quite well. Yes, yes. Relatively smoothly. Yeah, is, yeah. Look, it nice. was painful, obviously, um, yeah. for a couple of weeks down there. Um, the usual. Some extra nothing, ice packs. Yeah, and, and some sits baths. Um, yeah. Those were fantastic. And some padsicles. Yeah. <laughs> um, all, all went very well. And then, yeah. Great. Heal, healed up and, and was, was, was all good. Yeah. yeah, lovely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Helen. It's so lovely to have you, and I really enjoyed your gorgeous story of your birth, and it's very special. Thanks for thanks for having me. I really enjoyed uh, uh, telling it again. <laughs> Great, thank you.